0: 32 days, 24 all stars, three co hosts, and one podcast. This is your host, Pootie also known as Jonathan Lapaglia, And today we're joined by the cast of All Stranded Red Center as we talk about the fan favorite award and hand out a few other awards while we reminisce about the season as a whole. Uh, We have a lot to talk about and we want to hear from you guys as well. But we will be recapping the season, maybe talking about some things you guys might not have talked about yet. And from there, we'll be talking about all the highlights As we go down the list of the fan favorite, we'll then go through player ranking very quickly and hand out some of the other awards we have. We do have a new award we're debuting tonight, so I'm excited about that. And other than that, I think we should go ahead and get started. So let's get through these first few fan favorites somewhat quickly since um, they didn't have as big of an impact as some of the others. Although I can say... The lurkers all agreed that this fan favorite ranking was very hard to do just because there were so many great people that we'd love to be at the top. So with that being said, let's go ahead and start off with number 20 on the list. Simon with 11% of the boat. Simon, I really enjoyed seeing back. I just think he never got, first of all, he didn't get far enough. But also, I think he didn't really get to get his hands dirty. I think he's more of an under-the-radar player. I don't think he's someone who was very over-the-top at the start of the game. And he wasn't in his original season. But I did enjoy having him back. I really like him as a person. And I think it's cool that he's from Season 9. So it's been a good 11, 12 years since he played last, which I think is the case for a lot of you guys, too. Let's go ahead and quickly move on. 19th place, we have Ross played by Matt of Isolated. He got uh, 18 percent of the vote. Very low, but he was an early boot. I'm pretty much on his same same placement as he was booted. So, you know, I think it's just these early boots are just hard to rank as we don't get to see a lot of them frankly unless you're christy (laughs) 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 who made a a huge impression on everyone levita can you unmute yes i'm good i'm not talking to myself anymore
1: (laughs) sorry i was having some sound issues
0: so where we are in the ranking we just did simon and ross all right. So uh, not much we can say about Ross. Uh, I'll unmute you if you want to talk. Matt. Matt Ross, Matt. You there, Matt? He's showing his unmuted. Cannot hear him, though.
1: Nope.
0: He said, forget. Forget it. <laughs> this is why he got voted out, Savage. Oh, <laughs> I was looking forward to Tommy and, and Maddie playing, which is super confusing because, of course, Tommy played as Matt. I think Tommy was a little disappointed when he got voted out, too, when he saw that it was Matt that got voted out. Yeah, I think it's just one of the cases of, Survivor not being a good compliment to your gameplay style. I think maybe it's a little too passive for Survivor, whereas Big Brother, you can be passive, especially on smaller tribes. You really have to kind of get in good when you can. That was Ross. Up next, we have Casey with 20% of the vote, of course, played by Kara. I think everyone here knows Kara is a, a beast at the game, super entertaining. I thought she was entertaining here as well. We just didn't get enough of her. And her inactivity, I think, caused her to go home pre-merge. But she still got pretty close to the merge.
1: Yeah, I mean, she she almost made it there. <laughs> but yeah, her activity level was a little less. But we all know that she is iconic when she is able to put all of it herself into a game.
0: Yeah, I was almost like waiting for the shoe to drop because I think she's at her strongest when she's aggravated at a bunch of people, <laughs> which she was. Yes, and but, she did uh, try
1: that Hail Mary idol play. I'm brought up up. That was, you know, if she had tried that maybe earlier in that tribal council, it might have been a little more iconic. She might have been able to actually bluff
0: people into switching their votes, but she didn't go out super quiet. I was looking forward to her and uh, Jericho getting together as like the saltiest alliance of all time. Do you think they would have gotten along or just bitched about each other the whole time? Very good question. Things we'll never get the answer to.
2: We'll never, we'll never know. This is Crazy James. Can you hear me? Yes, Yes, we can. Thank you for joining. I just wanted to point out, with some of these early people in the rankings and also the early boots i feel like ross and but Kara, whatever she was in this game casey when there were all these switches early on if you just kind of missed the boat on the first night of a switch and then you sort of joined later in the day like you were already behind the eight ball and i feel like that kind of happened with a few of these people early in the game and they sort of fell through the cracks but um but that you know that's not an excuse other people i feel like sharn was another one that maybe wasn't as present right when there was a first swap and obviously overcame that pretty easily that's yeah
0: all uh, you all can think James for the swaps, <laughs> the frequency of those. Yeah, and I agree with that. Um, yeah, this season was a little strange. We had uh, mostly small tribes, and I, that might actually be the reason why there was such a delay in game moves going on. I think when there's smaller, I mean, I, I pre-merge, the ones that stick out are with the larger tribes at the the finals tribe swap, but also. The tribal council where Michelle got blindsided, where she was trying to save. Was it Ross? Harry. Harry. Okay. see, uh, it's all blur. (laughs) Yeah, I I remember that night being very chaotic because they were all blindsiding Michelle. But other than that, I think it was pretty smooth sailing. I know like the Simon tribal council was also kind of up in the air. But for the most part, I I think it was just a matter of like the numbers being so small that you have to worry about pairs on a tribe where normally a pair is not a a big threat in the game, you know?
1: Yeah. And I think the way we did it going from smaller tribes to bigger tribes as we went through the game, I think that that nature really helped too with kind of the fluidity. Because I think sometimes if you start with like two big tribes and then go to three or four smaller tribes, depending on how the swap shakes out, it's basically some people are just, you know, screwed. And I think this gave a lot more flexibility.
0: Maybe it it backloads the drama to emerge, which is fine. I think it worked out for this. Definitely. Let's go ahead and move on to the next placement. In 17th place, we have Mark with 22% of the votes. I actually loved Mark in this. I thought he was hilarious as a character. I really liked his arc. I just wish he had any interest at all in talking to people. (laughs) 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 <laughs> he just kind of wanted to do the challenges. I don't know. That will make
1: things difficult.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a social game. So you do need to talk to people and you do have to, like, become friends with people. I did have to uh, shout out his alliance with Tessa because I thought that was fucking hilarious where they were bonding over his alien talk. I don't know what was going on. There was some alien that they were into. Um, yeah, that's about the gist of it. I got she was his little alien buddy. <laughs>
1: It's a very odd conversation. I don't know what was going on. I did find it funny, though, when Mark, because Mark was one of the victims of this uh, tribe swap instead of v- being voted out. And his perspective on that was, well, I kind of just wish I'd gotten voted out. Like, this is so much more work. Now I'm on a different tribe with all new people. I'm just going to keep not talking to them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, at that point, you know, I liked the potential of his arc where you know he came back but he was just over it i think after being voted out he was like you know i was i would have been cool with just being voted out yeah
2: <laughs> like it would have been a cool arc if like a really bad player just like somehow made it far by being really bad at the game but you know
0: you mean like christy <laughs> yeah but instead he lost so yeah we'll get to christy yeah that was mark i don't know what else we could say he was great at challenges and i thought were really interesting i just wish he would have put more effort into trying to be in the game, I think. Mm -hmm. Up next, we have in 16th place, Harry with 23% of the vote. I think we all in the podcast, you all hear, I think universally that was the one pre-merge boot where I thought he went sooner than he should have. The other ones, of course, I would have loved to get far, but I think that's the one case where I was surprised he went there and I didn't think he should have gone there because, I don't know, I just felt like he had so much more game left to play. Whereas like the other boots, like Ross, Casey, Mark, they were all there was a good reason behind their boots. You know, they they had some shortcomings, whereas I don't think Harry did. He just got unlucky.
1: Yeah, it seemed like he was really like starting picking up steam. I mean, it looked like I thought Ross would have gone before Harry 100 percent, but Daisy and Baden clocked that Michelle Harry connection and decided to decided to strike so that definitely i thought was like the first real move of the season and unfortunately harry was the collateral which i was really sad about because i love randy and really wanted to watch him play again
0: Mm, yeah you know somebody's gotta get screwed over so
1: yeah if baden had ended up making the final two that would have been his like
2: big move that he could have like pitched to the the jury (laughs)
0: look i always say if your big move is pre-merge you didn't do enough To win. Sorry, you can't be reminiscing on the third boot about why you, you know, that was your big move in the game. Up next, in 15th place, we have one of my all-time favorites, Jericho, with 31% of the vote. Jericho um, asked not to be mentioned tonight, and also to not have anyone contact him. So, (laughs) just the saltiest of games. (laughs) I fucking love Jericho. I think he's hilarious, unintentionally, but just so funny. I mean, that's why we brought him back, because his first time he got rocked out of the game and was just pissed about it for two years and we finally convinced him to come back. And he spent like 90 percent of this season completely pissed off. Not that he was even a bad player. I'm not sure what he's pissed off about, but you know what you're going to do. Can't can't please everybody, I guess.
1: Especially not Jericho.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Jericho has multiple worst days of his life. I'm not sure if his life just gets worse and worse or if he just perceives every day as the worst. Either way, it's a whole mood. But one of my favorite characters for that reason Uh, because I love salt, I love curmudgeons of all kinds. What else can we say about Jericho? I think that's pretty much it. Uh, uh, Interestingly, he went in the same placement this time due to only his own fault, I think. He will blame his parents, though.
2: I do think it's interesting with uh, Jericho that, you know, the original Green Tribe, whatever they were called, Arumbera, you know, they were uh, four really strong players, five really strong players, and they ended up kind of fracturing pretty soon. You know, Sarah went off, kind of teamed up with the the Yellows a little bit. Um, Nova didn't really, you know, prevent Jericho from getting thrown under the bus. Sharn went and did her own thing. A different timeline of this game would be those four sticking together instead of the the yellow team. But it did not turn out that way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let's go ahead and move on to 14th place. We have everyone's favorite iconic challenge queen, Christy, with 42% of the vote.
1: I was wondering how high she'd make it up.
0: Yeah. I don't know if she, you know, I think had she been more active, she probably could have gotten like Garrett-esque high ratings in the uh, fan favorite. Fire, fire. But not active enough at all to warrant the ranking, I think. Uh, a majority of our pre merged drama, though, <laughs> honestly, and intrigue. Uh, what can we say about Christy? I think that that 11-hour time in the challenge speaks for itself. That was my
3: favorite part of the season i remember whenever i recorded it i like i was laughing so hard just submitting it in the, the sheets <laughs> for y'all to see, and i was waiting for y'all to notice
0: it too yeah you were like um should we count this as a dq i was like absolutely not yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: christy is somebody you put in the cast for entertainment purposes for for the fans for the lurkers and for definitely to give the headaches uh to give the players a headache
0: and nofo mostly nofo and
1: uh, yeah yeah there and whoever she decides her handler for the season is going to be <laughs> which handler was
0: caretaker.
1: Yeah. i would love to play
3: a game with her i would just i would love it i would enjoy it <laughs> she said good luck
0: guys starts time yeah she did. Seemingly hey. unable to comprehend how the forms work or despite there being videos, tutorials, hosts to walk you through things, um, lurkers to walk you through things, still unable to get the grasp of how the forms work.
2: And as a reminder, she was coming off. She just played her first season where she got seventh place. So she was no uh no scrub coming in.
0: Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's a little bit of a scrub. <laughs> All right, fine. Yeah, I don't know. We don't know where Christy is currently. We don't know if she's alive. I don't. I'm not. I thought she was still updating her
1: Reddit. So I I think she's OK. I thought Michael was watching that. You'll have to talk to him.
0: <laughs> she's thriving. Yeah, I don't know. I just imagine her in the woods somewhere. I don't know. Dude, that, that would be an inside joke for the workers of Isolated. Um, anyway, moving moving swiftly ahead as we completely derailed that. In 13th place, we have our runner-up, Gerard, with 53% of the vote. It's actually a tie for 12th. Oh, wow. And I could say, like, this, this ranking is very close. Uh, I think from this point on, it's like it could have been anybody
1: this ranking was so difficult
0: yeah and you'll see with who you're tied with Gerard uh why we say that i think everybody did great i really enjoyed seeing Gerard back i think he's on the lower end of the fan i mean it's not really the lower end but we'll say the lower end of the high end uh i think because he was on the quieter under the radar side whereas A lot of the other cast members were more outspoken or had a bigger storyline, but I thought Gerard did great this season. I enjoyed having him back.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, 13th, 12th, 13th, wherever is not where I would have expected him on the fan favorite, but it's like this cast has so many like over the top kind of people on it who really, really stick out. And Gerard played so well this game, but maybe didn't have like the hearts of the viewers as much.
0: Yeah. And to speak to that, I think uh, it's worth giving away who uh, who else tied for 12th, which is Kylie. Ka Susie. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, Gerard, you tied with Kylie. Of course, Kylie was fan favorite player of the season, one of our all time favorites. And I think I thought this season was super entertaining as well. I think the reason she's low is because this season she wasn't necessarily super likable, particularly like she was in the majority alliance. She was controlling things she kind of at one point had some weird words with Baden and some wonky strategy when she was like super loyal to Imanpa so not in a rootable position whereas in her original season she was of course the underdog whereas he or she like kind of was in control most of the time so I think that that's probably why she's lower here than she normally is but of course. We just loved everybody. So it was was tough. This this cast was awesome. What do you think of of Kylie's placement?
3: I love the rain strategy she has. I think that's why she is low because she played a little bit kind of like rain, but it's like a minor, minor stage of it.
0: I could see that. You know, it's weird. Like, I think pre-merge, we were all I mean, we're always team Susie. Like, we love Susie in every capacity. Pre-merge, she was much more rootable when she was like finding idols and trying to get her tribe through and they were like a small, mighty alliance. It's when they had the numbers. I think that's... It's just natural. she turned into
1: the mob boss. (laughs) I think people were calling her last night. (laughs) Mob Queen Kylie. Um, Yeah, no, I mean, amazing player and so loyal to the people she's working with it's incredible but if those people are the ones in power and in control sometimes the fans aren't really rooting for that as hard yeah i think from a lurker perspective kylie was almost like the the lid on the
2: season like keeping everything you know in order with the boots going out you know as planned and then once she got booted and sort of it blew the top off the season and then things got more unpredictable. We had to sacrifice Kylie to uh, truly achieve the greatness of the
0: season. Yeah, I want to say her and Matt, shout out to their alliance and partnership really throughout the whole season. I thought those two together were just a force. It's worth noting they're, I think of the cast, they were some of the uh, older players. So I think with that was maturity. I mean, overall, the cast was older, you know, most of them in th- their 30s. So Uh, But I thought it was interesting that those two paired up and I thought some of that really came into play where they were able to cut the bullshit and just get straight to the game. So I really love their dynamic. I think... The reason Kylie went before Matt is because Kylie was so much more loyal. Not that Matt wasn't loyal, but to the point where she would like shut down all other conversation and just say, I'm sticking with these guys almost to everyone, which is admirable. I just think it makes you a much bigger target.
1: Yeah. And I think, um, as I agree completely with what James was saying, you know, from a lurker perspective um, and even from a perspective of the players who were saying the same thing, like Kylie kind of needed to leave to give the game a lot more flexibility um, which made it a lot more entertaining i think
0: yeah let's go ahead and talk about in 11th place we have sarah with 60 percent of the vote again i loved sarah i thought she was a fantastic player she kind of played lower key this season than she normally does on purpose normally she is in the kylie position of controlling an alliance and driving that vote to the end and she's very good at that Uh, i actually think maybe that's where she's the best that when she plays but this time she tried to downplay her threat which i don't think is a bad thing i think really it was just random that ben saw that and wanted her out i was completely shocked i think that had to be the most shocking tribal council of the season and probably up there for like all time because I I did not see that coming, especially not with a Sarah boot.
1: Yeah, I don't think anybody anybody expected him to take out Sarah. I think, you know, everybody was thinking, okay, well, Matt seems like the obvious choice. I think that's why Ben went for Sarah instead, because she was playing that under the radar. I'm going to get myself to the end and win kind of game.
0: Yeah, I think this is this is probably accurate for Sarah. It's hard with so many great characters, especially when someone's playing more under the radar or a straightforward game. I think this is about right. It was, this was a hard ranking. I will say that in 10th place, we have our winner, David, with 63% of the vote again, shocking. But also, I, I don't know, I think David will go down as like one of our best players ever. Just a phenomenal strategist and player. When I think of like the best players we've ever had, I would put him in that conversation and I thoroughly enjoyed watching him here. I just think, again, when you're under the radar, maybe the fan favorite isn't the poll for you. (laughs) You know, I think um, if we're ranking gameplay, that would be a totally different list. But in terms of entertainment, this was one of his quieter seasons. He was definitely more so out to win this time than to have fun. But it was still fun to watch.
1: Yeah, for sure. David's journey throughout the season was really interesting. I mean, he got put in a really interesting spot where he was the one banana on that Papunya 3.0 tribe and kind of was able to use that to play both sides a little bit. Had to expose himself and then had to recover and then made some key moves in the endgame. It's just really impressive overall. And the whole time it's like, is anybody going to catch on to what David's going to do is doing? Is anybody, is anybody going to to take him out but there were always bigger targets in the way
0: yeah and we talked about this in the final podcast we did which is not out yet but we talked about how you know drew's story was great i think especially in the final few days with sharn that that dynamic was fantastic to watch super entertaining but we also spoke about how most of these guys came in second or uh, were very close to winning so like the second chance story would have been great for a majority of the players But it was very sweet in particular, given David's history with Lucy and um, just how close he was to winning last time. And in particular, I love the storyline, you know, the confessional where he was like, you know, I realized that wasn't my time. That was Lucy's time. And um, I think now is my time. And I would agree with that. I think, you know, this was the right time. And I'm glad he finally got his his time in the sun, you know.
1: Yeah, a lot of people had really like touching and introspective confessionals throughout the season, kind of reflecting on their experiences. It was, you know, it was really cool for me to, to read them. But David's just really, you know, hit Hard like stood out.
0: Up next, we have in ninth place Baden with 65% of the vote. Baden was a last minute casting choice. We had some dropouts, but I could not have been happier and more surprised with how great of a casting choice he was. I kind of expected Baden to be kind of a kooky, annoying early boot, to be honest, because that's all we remember of him from Tanzania. However, instantly lovable and just his excitement and enthusiasm for being there. And it was almost like he was in awe of everyone else. Really the sweetest, one of the sweetest characters we've ever had. And, you know, I, I said in another podcast, maybe the only person that could possibly make Susie seemed like a villain. Is <laughs> <He's> Baden. <baiting. laughs> It's like you could feel how excited he was to be there and how um, positive and enthusiastic he was. And he did, the, he did the call out, the voice modulation. Yeah, but I do think it was like the nicest call out of all time where any uh, fans of like the old school call outs would remember like how how dirty those were. And his was like, you know, I, I'm not judging you guys. It's just let's try to play a good game. This <laughs> is like uh, impossible to be mean, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, Baden is just... The excitement was just so contagious. Like I'd read his confessionals and just like it would just make me smile because like somebody's just so excited to be here and it seems like such a special thing for them. Like as a viewer, you can't help but like want to root for that because it's like, wow, they care so much about this. This is so cool. I want them to really do well. And so I'm glad Baven was really able to come in here, show what he was capable of, redeem his Vince story arc from Tanzania, and really come out and play hard.
0: And I think it's worth noting, like, that's what I want Auster to be a pure mixture of early boots, big players, second chancers, what have you. And I think that Baden proved why that could be so entertaining and so good to have someone who maybe you would not think of having back, come back and do really well and be like a huge character. And a big part of the game. So kudos to Baden.
3: I was super excited whenever I found out that Baden was coming back because, I mean, he had a horrible time in Tanzania. I, he didn't really I wonder get, his,
0: why.
3: <laughs> he didn't get his time to shine. And so I was like, okay, maybe he can redeem himself this time. And I was very impressed by him. Um, maybe he would have.
0: <laughs> For those uninformed, uh, Missy is the reason Baden went home <laughs> so early on the, on their season.
3: Hey, at least y'all didn't do that twist this season because I was hoping someone (laughs) would have done it to him again. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, No, unfortunately, Vince Baden, you got stuck with a hell demon on your first season. But no, I'm glad Baden's getting props here. And I think he deserves that, too. Up next in eighth place, we have Tegan with 66 percent of the votes. Loves Tegan. I thought Tegan is a fantastic example of someone who wasn't like a super in your face in their gameplay, but still had a good command of the game while still being themselves and very likable. I don't know what it is. It's just like you really wanted to see more of her, even though she wasn't necessarily like a Nova or a Tessa character wise, but still really good player and really good personality.
1: Yeah. I mean, her conversations with people were really like just fun to read. um, Just very likable personality. Her confessionals were always fun. There was always something entertaining in there. Uh, Like her, you know, just, just her essence always shone through when she was interacting and playing the game, and she played really well too. Um, she was really key in deciding to let that Kylie vote.
0: Yeah, very excited for Tabby Teigen back after such a long time off, and. Also, you know, not being remembered very well, I think people will remember Tegan, which is nice to have her props. Let's go ahead and move on to seventh place. Getting down to it. We have Matt with 67% of the votes. Very deserving, very glad Matt is this high. I think coming out of Tanzania, well love Tommy. It's just he wasn't known for being the best player or the best character. Whereas this time he was all of that and more. He completely became one of our, I think one of our best players we've ever had. Certainly made all stars fun was dominant this season up until his boot. I mean, we knew he was like he was too good and we knew he was probably going to get the boot around where he did. I think we even called like I I predicted like a final 5 boot pre-season and that's about where he ended up. I have to give props to him with the ID guessing. He really threw his entire self into the season in terms of Hiding his identity, guessing other people's identity, looking into the twists. I mean, he did work this season. And you could tell he was there to, to do work. Him and Kylie's alliance and their tribe was one of our most dominant. And I enjoyed every minute of Tommy here.
2: He stalked that one challenge by looking at a past season and then got 16 seconds or something, finding it in the thread.
1: Oh, right. I don't think he ever actually told anybody about that. He just said he was lucky in that find an image thread. He found it in advance. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because he knew what the challenge would be, that mystery challenge. A dingo stole immunity or something. To
0: be fair, maybe the only time he could win immunity. <laughs> Sorry, Tommy. He is Tanzanian after all.
3: Um, No, I was very impressed with Matt this season because i I also told him this, too, is that he trusted the right people this time because last time he didn't trust the right people. So but no, he did. I was happy that him and Kylie did uh, go together as well because they their personalities matched in my point of view.
0: Yeah, no, they they played like a like one person. It was weird, very in sync, very loyal. And one of my favorite moments between Matt and Kylie pre-merge, everyone was bagging on Christie, of course, because why not? It's hilarious. And Kylie kind of refused to do that. And Matt was like, uh, I just thought that was really good form. And I could tell she's like a really mature player. And I just felt like that was the moment that those two really bonded. Ironically, over everyone else shit-talking Christy. <laughs> but, you know, I really enjoyed their friendship and their, their gameplay this season. And I think, you know, you can't talk about Matt without talking about Kylie. The bananas. So that's Matt. Let's go ahead and move on to sixth place. We have Ben with 69% of the vote. Nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's saying nice and should be proud of that <laughs> yeah ben was someone who you know i was worried because every time flicka played was great it was like super entertaining i just was worried because of the isolated season uh levita season he was very under the radar and kind of out of it and there was a point where he was kind of falling into that as well here but of course he did not let us down in the end <laughs> I think that that you can't talk about it without talking about that council where he got Sarah out. I think, you know, that is the chaotic energy that we love to see in Flicka. And just the I don't know what it is. He's such a weirdo, a lovable weirdo. That's the the best way I can describe you, Flicka. (laughs) Like he doesn't know.
1: number of times I had to write nachos for you.
0: Yeah, really hard to to not talk about alpacas and nachos. But um, no, Flicka is someone who everybody loves, I think, almost universally. He's a sweet guy. He's always around the community. Uh, We don't get to see enough of him as we would like to, but that's why we keep bringing him back. uh, Just because he's fun every time he plays and he brings something special to the season, I think, every time he plays. So that's why he's been back so many times. It's hard to describe until (laughs) you've encountered it.
1: When you're able to blindside the Lurkers by pulling a big move in the middle of Tribal Council, I think that's a kind of energy that people are always going to want to see and root for. Yeah, it's a little
0: bit of... I mean, he does get like frustrated with the players and stuff, but it is a little bit of like that happy go lucky. It's very much a game to him. It's easy to forget that when people are screwing each other over. And I think for him, you know, he's there to play the game. And I think that's fun when someone's there to just, you know what, screw it. Let's do this, you know, and that's the energy he brings. So I was very happy he got to play that that move. I think that everyone will remember. And I was glad we got to see that from Ben and that everyone saw him as the threat that he is very fun to have you back, Ben. In fifth place, getting to our top five, one of my all-time favorites, one of the people that when we were planning the season was someone that we absolutely had to have. And once they were in, the season was like full steam ahead. It was, of course, Nova with 71% of the vote. Everything Nova said was hilarious to me. I mean, multiple times I would just laugh to myself on the couch, which is like pretty hard to do when you're like alone. But Or when your wife is next to you and doesn't know what you're laughing at. But Nova was just super hilarious the whole time. I think maybe it's a combination of the picture, too. (laughs) Once you see the the avatar with the comments, it's like, it's chef's kiss.
1: Did he want Nova? Or did she... Okay.
0: (laughs) well, well, so he played as Dave Ball, which I think was like more of what he wanted. I was going to give him like David before Drew was in. And he was like, I don't know if I want someone like that good of a player. He's like, give me someone like, you know, that I can kind of make a character with. And I was like, got it. (laughs) let's give you Nova. And it ended up being so fucking hilarious. I it's one of my all time favorite castings, I think.
1: Yeah, it was it was great. Everything in the IMs with like being able to keep in character and just say the oddest things sometimes, but also be able to talk about game, I think is just really fun. Yeah, I
0: mean, it's worth noting he is one of like the old schoolest of players of predating. I think Rudy in terms of like when I knew him, Dave, of course, Boobla's Rob Nova, very old school player, but like in Stranded was just known as a good player. Not I mean, he was an all star, but not like. One of our best or one of our biggest characters i think now he's known as one of our biggest characters one of our best players as nova uh ironically but i i thoroughly enjoyed it i mean i was disappointed he was the early merge boot but i think the challenge beasting was just like too much on top of the hilarious shtick. she was just a badass
1: you know dominant woman can't fault her <laughs> <Yeah>. for that
0: <laughs> Uh, Speaking of badass dominant women, in fourth place, we have Daisy with 73% of the vote. I think my favorite part about this was Michael posting all the Daisy memes where she's like a little unhinged and crazy. And that's entirely Daisy's energy this season. Just from jump, like way too paranoid. I I think the alias aspect really got to her the alias guessing and I think in her season she had a lot of issues with that with like Michael and some of the other players so coming into this season she was very paranoid and very defensive and just aggravated the whole time (laughs) which we loved I don't know maybe he was she was channeling a little bit of uh, Reynolds energy I don't know what was going on but uh, certainly one of the best characters this season and made all the way to the final five which I did not expect her to so kudos to her
1: I love of daisy every every update it's just the manic just the the real-time confessional updates in all caps you just sense the hectic chaos energy and it was infectious i was
3: super happy to see daisy back i mean because i played with her in two motos and we i mean we played like a round or two together but this season i felt like she did improve from her past season but i was i was super impressed with her
1: and I think we've seen it before, too, where like people play like right back to back that second game. They're a little more paranoid. They're a little crazier. They have mistakes from their previous season. They tend to overcorrect for yeah. um, and it ends up just being really, really entertaining. Yeah, I think
0: that's the biggest thing is like they see the people in their original. And not that she was I mean, she made Final Six her original season was a favorite. But I think, you know, when you see people playing a crazier game and having a lot of fun and then you you wish you could do that so when you come back you kind of overdo it i hope she had fun though i mean it was super fun to watch notably like every tribal council of the merch (laughs) that's just her going off on everyone uh, and the whispering, Lord, the whispering. So that's Daisy, a definite star this season, for sure. Again, in third place with 79 percent of the vote is Sharn, I think very well deserved. Of course, you get in third place again. uh. <laughs> What is this your fourth time in third (laughs) sorry no i think yeah. i was just thinking i think you might have gotten third in bolivia too or was it fourth i don't know it was around there there's not enough i can say good about Sean this season i of course love rudy i was even emotional when he got booted so close to winning just dominated the season strategically i think at least the merge and really showed everyone why he's king rudy really came out swinging at the end i thought thought he this was finally gonna be his time to win I mean I'm, I'm really glad David won as well I just uh, I wanted everyone to win this season it was a lot of second chance players so again tough close but no cigar I think of the seasons I've seen you play Rudy this is up there with all stars for me of course his second time back this is the first time since then that I've really gotten a good sense of your personality, of your storyline. I thought this was like you were a big part of this season and I'm so glad you decided to play this again. Of course, we always love having you, but showing the new players why you're the king yet again.
1: Yeah, I don't really have much to add to that. I mean, Sharn was somebody when the cast was dropped, um, released. I was super excited about always really cool to see somebody who's been there since the beginning or even before the beginning coming back this, you know, however many years later and just dominating so well and really showing like this incredible dynamic understanding of what was going on in the game what the players were doing how to tug on each of those players heartstrings or convince them what the right move for her was, was what they wanted as well, and it was just really impressive throughout. I guess I did have some stuff to add.
0: <laughs> yeah, you want a lot. There's a big part of the storyline, I think. Sean and David really, as the two players that I think were duking it out in the end, I mean, obviously Jer- Gerard was there too, but I think either one of those winning that final challenge would have probably won, but those two, their dynamic together was super entertaining, and one I won't forget, and when I think of the season, that's what I'm going to remember is like, those two because there was such a weird frenemy ship going on. I I don't know. It was weird.
1: The emotional manipulation on both sides, the guilt tripping. Oh my gosh. It was amazing.
0: They knew they were, they knew
1: exactly what each of them were doing to each other and they were playing it into it and then it would just
0: keep escalating. It was phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. A toxic release. Yeah, it was. Um, And yet you still both like, Felt terrible trying to get each other out. It was great. Super fun to watch. Let's go ahead. We have the final two of this ranking. I'm going to announce the winner, but we'll talk about the runner up after that. So it's actually a tie. What? (laughs) I didn't realize that because we got one vote in at the last minute. We never had a tie for fan favorite. I'm going to give it to both of them because fuck it.
1: Yeah, I mean, and that just kind of shows how hard this ranking was to do. I mean, I kind of stared at my fine-favorite ranking for like five minutes before I was like, I mean, I don't know, I guess this will (laughs) work. I want them all to be up there. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so fan favorites of red center are michelle and tessa with 82 percent of the vote each i couldn't even pick one of those two i they were both my one and twos i think i put tessa ahead of michelle but it was very close i mean either way obviously everyone else had them up there as well uh for me we'll do we'll do michelle first, versus alphabetical i i loved michelle in this i think Donnie is one of my favorite players. He was my favorite to win even in his season when he was like up next to Ziggy, who like dominated that season. But I still thought, you know, I really enjoyed his story that season. But he was really overshadowed by Ziggy's phenomenal game that time. And I think since that season, He's played in numerous rematches and mini games, and he's just become a favorite in the community because he's so funny um, and so good at games. So I was so glad that when he came back, he was able to show that and and really was the biggest threat to win for a majority of the merge. And I think, you know, it just got to the point where everyone finally realized that and had to get rid of him. I know you're a big Michelle fan.
1: Yes. Yes. I love Michelle. I mean, I met Donnie through rematch where we won together and I wouldn't have had it any other way. And so seeing that he was going to be on Ostranded, I knew right away that I wanted to root for him and did not disappoint. Michelle was an absolute force throughout and just so good finding not just one idol, but also two idols, even if She didn't play either of them, just proving social force, strategic force, really finding what was best for her game, really navigating um, both the early and mid game really well. But yeah, once you got to the end game, Brett level was a little too visible at that point, but absolute favorite. I think, you know, everybody was rooting for her at some point. uh, I thought that Chell's um, confessionals are also really insightful.
2: I I love the uh, the charts um, you know, showing, yeah. showing the ties between everybody, the color coded charts, um, just just showing like a, a constant awareness of like the game, but also just being super funny as well.
0: Super entertaining throughout, not even just from a strategic or gameplay perspective, but incredibly funny and also kind of villainous, uh, which I didn't expect, but really enjoyed they're one of our best all around characters this season. Uh, and I thought she was going to win for the longest time. So kudos. I, I really I think from final seven on, we all said, like, we don't know who's going to win because they're all great. I'm just glad. That's what I, I love the most about this cast is it was a lot of people who didn't get to prove or got overshadowed in their original seasons. But we knew that they had a lot to a lot more to show. So, uh, you know, Donnie was at the top of my list when we were planning one of these seasons. I had him in my in the back of my head for a long time so super glad this worked out I'm very pleased I think Michelle's an all-timer very happy he got fan favorite even if he has to share it with uh, our other fan favorite Tessa I can't say enough good things about Tessa and I think everyone else is the same way I think if the fan favorite was held before the merge hands down Tessa wins because it's just so funny and likable and also a really good player. You know, Tessa is coming back after playing several times. However, if you look at the track record, it was always like early pre-merge boot since their original season, which of course was uh, Nofo's season of Venezuela and Gerard's season. And we always like we kept bringing her back because they're like, man, you know, it keeps getting fucked over early for like weird reasons, like a swap or just like a weird circumstance. We're like, man, I guess, you know, and I think uh, a preseason podcast with Nofo, I was like, this is it. Like this is the last chance Tessa gets to (laughs) to show up because we've gotten so many chances and just flops every time but i can safely say she did not flop this season she was incredible i had forgotten how funny she was because as sean uh, i just remember him being a fantastic player but the personality this season my god like one of our funniest players of all time i enjoyed everything she had to say i thought she was super likable I think everyone in the game just liked her just uh she had like her finger on the pulse and was just so funny in um in public as well but also played a very good game so I think the fan favorite is deserving for Tessa this season
1: yeah, Tessa is definitely one of, if not the wittiest person we had on the cast, like with just the ability to just, you know, instantly react with something funny. Um, meme queen, for sure. Gift game on point. Just really entertaining from every aspect and just so fun to watch. I think we were all super sad when, when she
0: went out. But at least we got... Enough of her. At least she finally made the friggin' jury again. I'm so glad she came back. I'm, I'm glad it was after so long and also like so many times of trying. Finally got her in there. And also, I wanna say, of the players that we've had back, I mean, Geron, have you played with Tessa since then? I think, was he in second chances too? No. I, I think a lot of the players had played with her, but really not someone you would remember unless you were looking at Venezuela, but someone that anyone who experienced Venezuela really remembers. And so I'm so glad you finally got to play again. I think a, l- a big part of that was the chat system this time. I think, you know, his game was really boosted by the ability to talk to people one on one without having to send email. Like, <laughs> you know, like we used to do in the old days. I really hope that Tessa continues to stick around and maybe comes back again in some capacity in the future, even though You got a lot of chances, Tessa, but I think finally you've hit your your sweet spot.
3: I really like Tessa. Whenever I got added to the uh, Lurker server and saw who was left, I did my research and I was pretty impressed with Tessa whenever I found out my research and she did not disappoint me at all with the season. I constantly had me laughing. Whenever I was doing the confessionals for the first portion of the game, I was always so excited to do hers because I knew she was going to come back with something funny,
0: but 10 out of 10 deserved it. Yeah, so that's our fan favorite of the season, Michelle and Tessa. I'm so glad two people got it because this was close. Uh, If I can give it to the entire merge cast, I would. Uh, And maybe even some of the pre-merge. But certainly, Tessa and Michelle very well deserved. Let's go ahead and move on to player of the season. This award, of course, is given to the players by their peers. The winner is not eligible. David, you are the player of the season, but this is the I guess who played the best game and didn't win award. So, Uh, You guys all voted and I'm going to go from top five up quickly. We have in fifth place, Tegan in fourth place, Kylie in third place, Michelle in second place, Matt and in first place, Sharn. Uh, So congratulations, Sharn. You are the player of the season. I think very well deserved. It's worth noting it was pretty close. Eighty nine percent of the vote going to Sharn and 85% 85% of the vote going to Matt, just a really well played game all around. But I think you guys killed it. And I think Sean is very well deserving of that player of the season crown, which I think probably would have gotten sooner if we had it in the earlier season. So you trying to get it. What else we got up next? We have the Valentine Award. This award goes to the player that we love to hate. It's, of course, named after uh, Lucy, Jake Valentine, our deceased winner, but one of our favorites. And he was like a really great villain. He loved everything macabre and dark and funny. So that's kind of where we go with the award. We just decide who is kind of in that same vein. You know, we want to give a fun villain award. Who is screen sharing? Is that Susie? Susie, you're screen sharing. I don't think she knows she's screen sharing. Iconic. So with that, let's give, let's give out the uh, the Valentine Award of the season. We could go through a lot of people, but, you know, it was very close. We, we discussed maybe Kylie. Maybe some others, maybe Sean. But ultimately, we decided that the most fun villain this season was Daisy. Congratulations, Daisy. Valentine Award of the season. I think one of one of the most fun villains in a long time. Just constant I'm entertainment so at, at every tribal council. So you need an award for that, for sure. So deserved. The, join the ranks of Reem and Dean, James, a lot of our, our great iconic villains. And we all love a good villain, right? Yes. Up next, this is the final award of the night. Uh, It's a new award. I created it specifically for this player. It's called the, you, can all, you all know where this is going once I announce the name of it. I'm trying to decide on the fly where, how I should do this. For the first time in Stranded History, we're going to give away the Stranded Icon Award. And I created this award especially for players that I think deserve it after playing and giving us years of entertainment. This first Stranded Icon deservingly should go to Sharn, of course, Rudy. I think Rudy has been with us since season one. He's played countless time. I think every time he plays, he gives us hundred and ten percent. And I think the first uh, stranded icon award should go to Rudy. And I was thinking of ways to honor him for playing again and playing for I think his sixth time, uh, which I think might tie our most ever uh, times returning. And uh, after a season of fantastic gameplay. You know, I had said it when you were voted off. I think you are as much part of Stranded as anyone is, uh, myself included, because you were there from the start and have played in every era of Stranded and have stuck around in the forums. And I think when people look on the season, they look back at some of those guys. And I think for the first Stranded Icon Award, it is deserving that it goes to King Rudy. So congratulations, Rudy. Going to make a special buff for this award, but officially you are a Stranded Icon. And I'm sure as the seasons go on, We will add more and more people to that list, but I think for sure you are the first. So thank you, Rudy, for coming back and playing. We enjoy every time you play and we hope you have more and more years of uh, sticking around and getting to know all the newbies. And yes, Tessa, I am calling him old. (laughs) I have to call someone old because otherwise I just feel ancient when people who are 13 years old apply. And I realize they were one year old when I started Stranded. (laughs) So, you know. Rudy, you keep me up. I said, yikes. Oh, it happens. It happens a lot. I think that will do it. This was a fantastic season. We are going to open up the forum so you can all see each other bitch about one another uh, as one does. I'm going to congratulate David on a game well played, all of our winners tonight, but also all the players who didn't win but played a fantastic game. You all deserve kudos for how incredible it was. If I could create an award for all of you, I would, but that would just... uh, water down the specialty of warts <laughs> can't get a participation award sorry but really job well done to everyone i also want to give a shout out to my hosting staff levita of course um but also our newer hosting staff michael james and missy i thought they all did fantastic as one of if not their first time hosting you all did a great job. And I want to thank all of you guys for coming back because I know it's not easy. I know it's a big commitment. Um, and that's why we work hard to make sure it's a good experience for everyone. I had fun. I hope you guys had fun. Um, I'm sure we will see you all again. I hope you all stick around the server. Up next, we have I'm sure there'll be another rematch, more drama. A lot of you got casted from rematch, so definitely check that out. I can also tease that the next season of Isolated is an All Stars coming up. I'm incredibly excited for that. Maybe more excited than I am for any season in a long time. I think that has been a long time coming and there is a great roster of players that I cannot wait to see come back. So that's going to be later this year. I'm not sure on a date just yet. And finally, I can tease Stranded 40 is coming up. Yes, Stranded 40, because we didn't feel old enough, Rudy. (laughs) I had a lot in mind. I can say it's going to be new players and we do have big twists in store, but I don't want to give away what that is, especially because some people listening might play. So we won't give anything away too much, but I can guarantee you it's going to be a big deal. I'm going to take a long time to prepare for it because I'm not sure I'm ready, but I'm going to challenge myself, challenge my co hosts Please hit me up if you want to help co-host or recruit for that season. Uh, we definitely will need the help. Other than that. That's going to be it. We got some other things coming up. I know for sure we have uh, the cover coming out and I'm going to start doing some retrospective podcasts. So I'll probably need Rudy. Rudy's help for that. Uh, Check out Rudy's blog at (laughs) show. We're going to do some like uh, retrospectives of the season so that players can remember who we are when we're all dead in a few years from old age. Other than that, I had a fantastic time hosting you guys and I'm so glad you guys came back. And I'm glad you got to meet all the newer players. I hope you guys had fun doing that. With that, we're going along on this podcast, but great season, everybody. This is Booty out.